loud that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 257. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijon Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. Okay, I sound okay. Ari sounds disturbed. And Mako-chan sounds like she's over in South Jersey. That's because I am over in South Jersey. Well, damn. South Jersey in a warp pipe? Yes. So, Camden, then. Pretty much. I mean, before the show, I mean, you were sounding fine. Now you sound like you're at a distance. Um, it could very well be that... Is that better? Uh, not really. Alright, then I don't know what it is. Alright. You sound a just a scotch better. We we, we deal with it like we always do. <laughs> well, what I'm because I'm currently working on my shield, so I had a big piece of plastic echoing off of things. Are you on your headset? Or are you going? Are you over? Are you have like a? Are you using like your uh, your uh, webcam mic? No, I'm on my headset. Oh, okay, that might be it. I don't know. Because it's just like when I hold the shield up, it completely makes everything echo. Uh. That better? Much better. Much better. Yeah. All right, that's what it is. Okay. N- now we know, and knowing is half the battle. Mm-hmm. And no, I'm not going to play that because I don't. I don't have time to quickly pull it out. Her 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 her. Heyo. Phrasing. Oh damn. We are live tonight, week of March 22nd, 2016, here on the VOG Network, Voice of Geeks Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m., replays Thursdays at 2. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, and Chatzilla can use isc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash VOG Network. You go there, there's an IRC link. You click on that, your default chat client will bring you directly into the chat, and you can come in and join us. Uh, don't forget that uh, check-ins are live, so check into the pod, to the show and earn points. And also, um, check out our forums, because every week we do post updates about our show, so you definitely want get, to get a piece of that. All right. Let's see something real quick. There we go. Uh, and last thing we were talking about in the chat room, we were pretty much talking about Windows 7, Windows 10, and Windows XP and all of that, so, you know, us tech nerds, we gotta go. Geek! And you're damn right we are! Nerd! And how? Christ on a stick. Okay, alright, alright, people. Let's kick things off with Ari, um... How was your week? How was your day? <clears throat> oh, pardon me. Um, well, it finally happened. I spent this past weekend moving out and into my new place. Yatta! Woohoo! Yeah, I finally pulled the trigger on it. Not really the best metaphor to use. And uh, it, but, uh, it, but the fact of the matter is, it worked. Uh, well, uh, honestly, I'm feeling like I'm beheaded chicken right now. I had 
I feel like I don't know what to do. You know, I still got shit that hasn't been unpacked yet. And uh... oh, please, I've been moved since November, and I still have shit unpacked. I I've been moved for the last three years. I have stuff that's sort of packed. I unpack. It's gonna be repacked because it doesn't need to be put out. I mean, I I guess my uh, you know thoughts or whatever have been uh, getting out of control, but it's like the past you know. Ever since like Monday, the only thing I could think about is you know, all the bills are gonna have to end up paying. You know how much, like how much they're gonna have to put towards rent, and how much, and how little of a paycheck I'll have left. And then trust and me, and everything and everything else. I mean, I know you guys have been doing this for a lot longer than I have. How the hell did you guys? How the hell did you guys put up with it without having a goddamn aneurysm? Excel I go through anxiety every single month during bell time. Excel spreadsheet. I put in, I, I, I put down my bills and when they're due by, and every week when my paycheck comes through, I push it through. That's what I do. Now I no longer use that spreadsheet because I have a general idea of how much money I spend. I have an app that I use that reminds me of when to pay my bills, which also tells me how what much money I have it? in my account. What? What's the app called? Prism. I'll have to look that up later. And they also have a Windows 10 app, so it reminds me, like, a couple of days prior when a bill is due, and I check my account, and when it's due, I go in, pay the bill, ten minutes later, it's paid, and depending on the provider, I get a text at the month that they got the money, or when I get home, there's an email saying they got my money. Eventually, yeah. what happens over time is, you just learn to budget a lot better, like, when I used to, when I used, back at the old studio... I used to spend the same amount of money on food, but I didn't buy as much. I kind of bought more, like, name brand stuff. Now it's just, okay, this is the same as the name brand shit, so I'll buy this, get that, get that, get that. I have more stuff within the same budget. And also, since it's your own place, if you get caught up in your thoughts, get out and go for a walk. Yeah, I'm pretty much walking to work every day now because I'm, like... Like ten minutes from uh, where I work now. Hey, that's not bad, man. Put some weights yeah, on, I... do some power walking. Yeah, I need the exercise and all that shit too. Hey, I feel you, bro. But I, honestly, I'm not even sure if it's you know complete and utter fear and anxiety I'm feeling because you know because you know a, a lot of people have been saying that it was a, a toxic uh, living area I've, I've gotten out of, mm -hmm. so I'm really not sure how to. How to, how to feel about you know have my own place now? You'll like it. You'll definitely. It, it's like it. it's like this is what happiness feels like, but I don't know what kind of context it is. It's you'll figure out your own level of happiness. That's what it is. Just think about yeah, it. Next, so. think about it. next time you sit down and you play your Xbox 360 or your PS3 or your PS4. You realize you've gone. You did like a, an hour or two gaming session. Nobody's bothering you. Nobody's getting on your case about shit. Next time, when you go to the, to the kitchen and you put a dish in the sink, nobody's harping on your ass about washing it. When you go to the bathroom and you realize, this is my own place, you just sit there with the door open and be like, fuck it, this is my house. I need a drink or a one or a hug or something. Hey, I can't help you with the hug, but during the break, if you want to go grab a drink, be my guest. All right, so uh, 
yeah, my uh, gigantic bundle of ass nerves is, uh, you know, still recovering from the move, both emotionally and physically, because it was fucking nuts moving all that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you have your cats, right? No, I couldn't take the cats. Oh, the place doesn't allow pets? Uh, $200, $200 um, fees to uh, allow pets in, plus $25 a month extra in rent for each pet. Yep. All right, what if you... What about their cage pet, like a gerbil or a hamster? I don't know. I didn't think about that. Find out about that, because that's they... usually okay. Yeah, get like a, a hamster or a gerbil. I mean, the noise of the cage will probably help you chill and relax. Hmm. I'll look into that. Yeah, there you go. But uh, everyone else I've talked to has been happy about it, so that helps a little. There you go. We're all proud. It'll help. Bro. I can get it, honestly. Bro, we're, we are all proud of you. We all are, so. Thanks, guys. No problem, dude. Mako chan, how was your week? How was your day? Work, 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 and trying to get this damn shields done. Okay, Captain America. That's actually kind of amusing because I'm turning a Captain America shield into a Steven Universe shield. And the Captain America shield, unfortunately, is one of those that has, you know... Individual groups for all the uh, colors. Indents and uh, the star is a little bit raised. So I'm sitting here with uh, hopefully what will actually work on this damn shield. Because I've gone through two different types of clay that don't stick to plastic. Mm. What I'm working with now is a specialty Mod Podge that is supposedly able, it, it not only sticks to clay, but it's supposed to uh, be able to mold and all of that once it actually starts to firm up. So it currently feels and acts like cake icing. So I'm just hoping that uh, when it all dries on here, it's easy to um, sand because it is on here very, very, very thick. Fair enough. Well, you stepped up your game a little bit more than most of us. Last time I remember working with stuff like that was when I was making my um, Barrett gun arm. Yeah, this is my first real adventure into big prop Prop making. making. I've made little props before, or I've had others make me things that I could turn into props, but this is my first foray into a somewhat actual prop. I once made the Canto badges out of craft foam and with an X-Acto knife. You do what you can, you do what you can. And a little diamond pattern on the Agent Chieftain's hat. Yep. Okay, that sounds about right. Anywho. My weekend day has been pretty good. Um, went to the dentist. Doing pretty well. Got to follow up in a couple of weeks, make sure everything's in the up and up. Other than that, work has been pretty good. I just found out that uh, we have a, 
a department meeting the Sunday I come back from ZenkaiCon. As in later or early? Later, like at when the store closes. Ooh. So I'm I'm going. I will respond by letting them know that I I'm actually off though that day, but I will try to make it. We'll see how it ends. It's not out of state. Look, I mean, nor the, if it wasn't for this company, I wouldn't even bother. But I'm like, I want to be in the know, and if anything, just Skype me in. That's all. Just move the Xbox. Just turn on the Xbox One. Hook it up. Turn on Skype so I can participate. Well, you would be home by then. Yeah, it's from eight to eleven. So I'm just saying, maybe Skype for the first like hour till I get there, depending on what time we leave and stuff. Well, I don't plan on leaving too damn late. True. I do have work the next day. So do I. And I'm probably. Back. I have a WrestleMania party to go to that Sunday night. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. Wrestle. Usually, the issue with us around here is Castle Point and WrestleMania. Huh. Okay. Not bad. So, um, I'll, I'll figure that out. I think that'll be pretty interesting. So, pretty much. Um, also, I found a piece of furniture. And I brought it home, and I'm probably going to end up putting it right back out because I need a new dresser drawer for my clothes. So, so I went through a perfectly good dresser, brought it in, and I'm looking at him like, with all my clothes, there's a good possibility of it's going to fit, but I'm going to give it a shot. So that's basically it. And to answer Wild Spice's uh, question, my my darling daughter, yes, I am going to Castle Point. You have fun with that. I generally do. I can't excuse the uh, travel to get up there. That's cool. All this right. thing seriously is like icing a freaking cake. Mm. It is so weird. Mm. The trials and tribulations. But I'm guessing it's not nearly as tasty. I don't even want to attempt that one. <laughs> I'm just afraid that as it dries, it's going to shrink and not cover what I need it to cover. Because that's what it looks like it's doing. Well, trial and error, that's the main rule of, co of cosplay 101. Uh, one of the main rules, trial Yeah, and error. at least uh, it's not something that's absolutely needed for the convention. It's just something I really, really wanted for the convention. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. Alright, shall we go ahead and take our first break? Yeah. Works for me. Awesome. Uh... Tonight's uh, music is a bit of a throwback, so enjoy. And um, we'll be back.
Now, even though we have a full lineup of news to talk about on tonight's show, something just rolled up um, on my Facebook that Mako-chan here may be interested in. Mako? Damn it, where did that woman go? I don't know. Did we lose her? Nope. Still connected. So anyway, Maybe she stepped away for something. Maybe. So anywho, I, I'm reading, I'm checking Facebook as usual, and there is a link to what could be the new transformation sequences for Sailor Moon Crystal. Yeah, I saw gifts of those floating around too. They look nice. I don't know about gifts, but I'm actually, it's a tra I think it's like, new tra they're calling it new transformation moments, and I just muted it just so I could kind of see what the hell is going on here. Ow. Oh, there you are. Yeah, I was done with what I could do for the shield and needed to put it up to dry. I didn't realize you were only doing one song. The first break has always been one song. Yeah, but usually not over that quickly. Let me check something. Uh, it's about that average. If it's, It was like about four minutes. Yeah, well. But, um... Did you hear where we were... Did you hear what we were talking about, uh, Mako? Nope. Uh, on one of the Facebook uh, groups I'm in, somebody, there's a trail, a bit of a, new, a trailer for the new transformation sequences for Sailor Moon Crystal. Oh, I saw the Sailor Moon one. Yeah, it does look a lot more fluid, so... I just wish they had uploaded in a higher um, quality than 360K. I mean, 360P. I mean, come on. Well, it's probably not something that should be uploaded. Well, this is the internet. If there is access, it'll be uploaded. Yeah, but I'm saying the one that I was watching looked like it was a camera shot of something off of a TV. Oh, well, this one wasn't a camera shot. This one, it was an actual, um, this is the actual trailer that was, that they, I guess they put online in Japan, and someone just copied it and ripped and just uploaded it. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go ahead and get things started for tonight's show. All right. Um, all right, since you like card games, why don't you kick us off with uh, Yu-Gi-Oh? Sure, I'd be glad to do that. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right, here it is. Wonderful. Took a little bit to load, but okay. Uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! manga returns to Shonen Jump with a one-shot for a first time in over 12 years. That's good. <clears throat> Shoeisha has now said that it... Uh, where is it? That the original, original Yu-Gi-Oh! manga author Kazushi Takahashi draws a new, uh, new one-shot story for the upcoming 1920 issues of his weekly Shonen Jump. The two-episode series covers the untold story between a manga's final 343rd chapter and the Yu-Gi-Oh! The Dark Side of the Dimensions anime film. Takahashi provides a screenplay and original character design for the film and also serves as executive producer. Mm. So I'm guessing it's going to be canon then. Probably. Yeah, if, if, if a DBZ saw anything, when the original creator's on board, it's most likely going to be canon. Anyhow, 
Uh, this is the first time for the manga series to be published in a magazine in 12 years, since March 2004. The 19th issue will be released on January in Japan on April 11th. The 20th will follow one week later. Then the all-new feature film will hit theaters on April 23rd. And, uh, huh. I, I, it shows previews of the manga covers and uh, the tr- the full trailer for the new Yu-Gi-Oh! movie, Dark Side of Dimensions. Alright, so from what I'm seeing here, this pretty much concludes the original series, and this has nothing to do with like the other spin-off animes and all that craziness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a lot of people are hyped of it because Seto Kaiba is going to be, a, be in it, have a pretty prominent part. Big fucking whoop. That's all I gotta say. I don't know who this uh, third guy is on the poster. Um, considering it looks like he has a Millennium item, uh, probably the new bad guy. But, and considering his cards are see-through, it's probably something from the Shadow Realm. But the character lo- does look familiar as if I've seen him on the show before. So I might be wrong. Unless, it it's, an, like unless it's an older Mokuba, no. That's what it kind of looks like. Honestly, I kind of thought he looked like Yusei from... Uh... 5Ds, mm. aka hard games on motorcycles. No, I, I don't see them merging the different spinoffs into one single shop. Yeah, that really, yeah, real, really fuck with the fandom doing that shit. No, no, no. well, they, the uh, Bonds Beyond Time movie already did that. Oh god, what you said, uh, Jaden and uh, Yugi back to a uh, Yugi's time. Oh god, because apparently hundreds of years of the future, card games cause an apocalypse. Well, considering. Where the card games originated from? I'm not surprised. And, as... and the bad guy, and the bad guy went back in time to try and stop it by destroying Yugi's time. Apparently, I, I don't know. I didn't see the whole thing. I just, I just saw the abridging of it, which uh, tore it apart. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. this looks like it's gonna be fun, though. All right. I'm excited because I actually enjoyed everything up until the very end of. The original Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. I was not happy with how it ended, but I knew it had to end that way. So I'm hoping that this basically fixes the ending. If we look in the chat room at live.botnetwork.com, ActDev says they should redo the Emperor's New Groove with Yu-Gi-Oh! characters. I believe there is fan fiction. Oh, God! Of course! There's fan fiction. See, this reminds me of something I just shared to my personal Facebook, like, not even a half hour ago. Probably like ten minutes ago. That just proves Rule 34 will never go away. Anyway, I'm more excited about Shadows Over Innistrad, personally, the new magic set. Okay. We got a red-white planeswalker that's not a Johnny. That reminds me, I have to remember to bring my Pokemon cards to ZenkaiCon. Poke tournament? Um, no. I'm actually having a uh, trading fest with a friend. Ah. Because she's getting really, like, she's getting back into the cards. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So since I can't make her actual event, I told her to bring her stuff to ZenkaiCon. <laughs> That's like the one part of the Pokemon fandom I never got into, the trading card game. 
I don't know how to play the game at all. I just really, really, really like the cards. It's almost like playing ma- playing Pokemon. It's almost like playing Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh. And again, I never got into the card games, but I like collecting the cards. <laughs> I have a shit ton for Pokemon. I have a shit ton for Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I have some for Magic. I just don't know where they are. They're not in my binder. Mm, My binder full of women. I mean, cards. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Mako Romney. (laughs) But yeah, I've got stuff for the Sailor Moon game. I've got stuff for the uh, Gundam Wing game. I've got stuff for the Yu Yu Hakusho game. I've got stuff from the... Damn, what's the other one? Duel Masters? You mean, a.k.a. Poor Man's Magic? No, it's uh, it's another one of the anime ones. Is there another one that combined all different uh, animes? No. I know of that one, but didn't they just add Love Live to that one? I think they did. Yeah, and then I just have the general cards. I've got cards from the uh, Batman Forever movie. I've got cards from the Ninja Turtle movie. <laughs> Kawabunga! Yeah, I-, I like collecting cards. <laughs> I made the funny! Yeah, don't say. Yeah, I haven't even gone through the Sailor Moon cards that you got for me. What about the ones from prior years? From prior years. Those I've gone through. Some of them are in my binder, and some of them are just packed. Uh, okay. I need. Did Naruto get his own card game as well? Who? Yes. Who? What? And I have some of those too. What? What card game? What? Naruto. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that, that's how you knew you made it in the uh, late '90s, early 2000s. You had a card game, a card game that was often broken and horribly imbalanced. Case in point: Annie Mayhem. That game. That's the one. That's the one I was thinking of. And see, that was all. See, the Annie Mayhem card game was just the Pioneer licenses. Then they added Dragon Ball Z. I think that kind of put the nail in the coffin for that one. Balance. What the hell is that? I think I have a. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it was um. Pioneer titles and Viz titles, because I believe there were Ronma one half cards in there. And I think I have a Ronma girl type card. You could never do Dragon Ball Z in the Magic the Gathering format. Although with um, Ronma one half, you might be able to get away with it, especially uh, with the uh, transform, the double sided card transform mechanic. Mm. You know what anime should have had a card game? And what? this would have made the most amount of sense out of almost out of every single series that's come over. Huh? Card captors. Yeah, that would have been brilliant. I mean, the cloud cards, that could have been a freaking card game. I mean, come on. You're sitting on a gold mine, Trebek. And as Dark Chat says in our chat room, how did that not get a CCG? It did. Oh, shit! Put out by Upper Deck. 
I just probably never heard of it then. Probably. The last time we heard of Upper Deck is when they, is when they were putting out all the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Uh, assembling a team of card captors, you will clash over the escaped cloud cards that roam the Earth. You will have to be canny to manage your resources correctly as you battle with your capture strategy and reinforcement cards. Hmm. And as Serenity1488 says, there's an MLP card game. Yeah, that's been around for at least two years, at least. I actually thought about picking up a deck just to have, but... Eh. I actually should get around to getting getting my hands on the um, on the Love Live card game. Probably won't have anyone to play with, but just to have them, you know? Alright, uh, anywho, uh, moving right along. Here's a bit of interest. Um, last time we've heard of something like this, um, it was Ted 2 where they had a casting for people in cosplay to be in the background of the movie. Now, there is a movie coming out um, in December called uh, Office Christmas Party. Is it? The, yes, Office Christmas Party That's by DreamWorks. That's the working title right yeah. now. It probably will not be the full title. Uh, knowing DreamWorks, they'll probably leave it as is. But what they're doing is, there's a company called Four Star Casting, and they're, and they're looking for extras to be in the film. Pretty much be part, do Harajuku, Bronies, or Hello Kitty Lovers. So my thing is, who is the first person going to show up in a goddamn fursuit? Not that I'm saying anything bad, but I'm just saying, who's the first one to show up? I mean, come on. It'll be inevitable. Yeah. Besides, fursuits are awesome. Considering the time that it takes to put one of those together, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, the film is starring Jennifer Aniston, Jason Bateman, and Olivia Munn. The shooting for this movie is in Chicago, and it's going to be at the end of the month, which is probably in the next few days, into early uh, April. Um, if you are selected to be a part of this, you'll be compensated. And there is a listing on the site. Uh, they're specifically asking for multicultural actors of all types. And they actually posted a couple of pictures from TokyoFashion.com as examples. And this is, I don't, I don't know if you can really call this Harajuku. This is more like Fruits Lolita style, something like that. Well, our resident um, Lolita girl, Ichigo Gami, if she sees this, she will probably know what it is exactly. On the plus side, though, hooray diversity. Oh, yeah. Actually, when I... When I heard it saying they were calling for bronies, the first thing I thought about was uh, this one time when Jerry Springer was looking for uh, people with weird hobbies, mm-hmm. and uh, they specifically asked for bronies, and the fans were and the fans responded by you know pretty much warning them not to go on their show because they will be pointed and laughed at mostly. Yeah, and then Springer turned that around and used the, used those kind of reactions in their commercials for it. Wow. By the way, that is Harajuku. Okay, it is okay. All right, all right. Thank you, Michael John. Yeah, I'm actually looking, looking it up online, and some of those pictures are very, very similar to what is on uh, either the wiki or other people's like deviant arts of outfits and costumes. Because yeah, it looks more like a fruit style. That's why I said that. You know, but whatever works, you know. Oh, God. 
back in the chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Shinji Akari, Evangelion collectible card game. Every card has a plus 30 despair. <laughs> oh, God. There has to be a card that says, get in the fucking robot. Get in the fucking card sleeve, Shinji. <laughs> oh, by the way, who is microwaving stuff in the background? Not me. Sure as hell ain't me. Because Ragingar is asking who's doing the NASA-style beeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Since we don't know who that is, we got that covered. Moving right along. Mako-chan. Okie dokie. Mm. So, uh, the Korean-Japanese uh, singer Pyle, who does one of the voices... In Love Live, she is Maki. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Um, resident bitch. Yep. Um, she's got a new self-titled album, which includes the song P.S. Arigato. Um, which includes a little hidden message. Um... So some of the lyrics are wanting to dream once more with you, putting heart in the song, and lots of uh, mentions of shining. But if you actually look at the bolded way that the lyrics are written up for this CD, it gives a somewhat different message. Um, Going Maki-chan, I can finally say it. I really thank you for everything up till now. I'm here because of you. Watch over me gently somehow. P.S. Really, thank you. Um, so, yeah. So, Pyle's singing career does predate Love Live. But her popularity has increased because of um, the, voice the performances she, yeah. being put on by Muse. Mm-hmm. Um, she was... She's been cast in the second season of World Trigger and is going to be performing the opening theme of the second season of Renee. Which I have to actually get around to watch, because people are saying it's so good. So, yeah. I think that's kind of cool. Definitely. I mean, I can relate in a way where, you know, there are, when we watch anime, and we hear some of the voices, and you find out they did a song for the series and you look them up you realize oh they've been around for a while and since one of the titles is now part of this series their popularity went up it's not and there's also where they're doing voices and then they do a series they become a group and then they kind of go off and do their own thing sort of like Megumi Hashibara Inui Kikuo you know but something like this is slightly different but it's still really cool you know Mm-hmm. I can see that they were thanking the uh, fictional character they were portraying. Well, that's what they were doing. That's what she was doing. Yeah, I still think that's neat, though. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Ari? Let's see. Let me move that, and there we go. Mm-hmm. 
Are you still with us? Mm, there he no. went. Somehow the call was dropped, so I guess we can kind of move along till he gets back. Well, why don't you take this one, because I know that you are a fan. Ooh, looks like he's back. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I got ejected from the call somehow. Well, you're back in good, good timing, too, because I, I almost took over for this one. Okay, let me uh, bring it up here. Let me. I know I have it on my history. There you uh, go. Tch, tch, tch. Oh, here we go. Hmm? <clears throat> Load. And I have to admit, the single, this song single is pretty freaking amazing. And so is the it's video. It's metal article, right? Yes. So, yeah. The Japanese idol group Baby Metal, the quote-unquote hardcore spin on Japanese idol culture, released a music video for their single Karate on Thursday. The song is featured on the group's upcoming album, Metal Resistance. Can't wait. Which sounds just fucking brutal. <laughs> the group's American distributor, Red, announced last month that the group was confirmed to appear on the late show of Stephen Colbert for the week of the album's April 1st release. Since the announcement, the information was removed from Red's website, and there's been no mention of the group's appearance on the program by Baby Mills' official English website either. More details on the group's upcoming world tour were announced. The trio is scheduled to perform at the SSE Arena Wembley in London on April 2nd. The tour will then head to the United States on May 4th with stops in New York, Boston, Philadelphia, Detroit, Chicago, Seattle, and more. And a European leg will start in June. Yeah, I was actually thinking about going to see them again in concert, but I was like, you know what, I already saw them once, so I'm good. But I really hope they do make the appearance on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, because I will take a personal day for that. That I will do. What, to go see the show live? Yeah. Don't you have to get tickets for that? Yeah. Well, considering it would be next week, don't you think you should look into that? <sighs> but Or no, two weeks from now. Yeah, two. Actually... Actually, it could be next week since April 1st is Friday. Well, then again, I couldn't do it anyway, so... What's also the weekend of April 1st? The convention? Yeah. If nothing else, mm -hmm. it's... You know, Colbert's got a, a, a nerdy streak a mile wide, so he'd really be into this. Yeah, but maybe there was maybe there was a breakdown with the, uh, I guess, negotiations or something. Hopefully they'll be on in later, you know? Maybe... Actually, I think it would make a lot more sense for them to have Baby Metal on when they're in New York for their concert. That seems to make more sense to me. Mm-hmm. That could be what they're doing for all we know. It could be, because it doesn't make, to me personally, it doesn't make sense to have them come out then and then come back, you know? Well, yeah, because yeah. they would have to come out this week and then go back to London for the concert mm -hmm. uh, there and then come back over here. Yeah. That doesn't seem like something that they would do. Right. I have to put well, this... hopefully it'll be the thing where they, they'll they be in town and the couple days are in town, they'll uh, stop by the late show. That would be cool. I actually have to get around to putting this on my own, this song on my phone. All right. Ah, moving right along. It's my turn, right? Yep. Yeah. And as I go into this... In the back of Mako-chan's mind, she's quite excited about this. 
Yeah, you're reading from the updated one, right? Yes, I have the updated okay. one. So we talked about, I believe, last week or week before last, how Funimation has put together a Kickstarter for the Escaphone dub. Now, and they were asking for $250,000. And they got it. Fucking fuck. I'm just like... Well, that's... The two hundred and fifty was the second stretch goal. Hmm. And they got it. I doubt with a week left that they will be making the third stretch goal, which is 500000 But that would be them flying the creator or original original artist, I think, over from Japan for a VIP meet and greet. Yeah, direct, yeah. meeting director Kazuki Akane. You know what wouldn't surprise me? The money that they make off of this is enough for them to do it anyway. You know, that would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. So, anywho. So, this, this is what we're looking at. Funimation is pretty much giving the Vision of Escalfone a brand new dub. And it's going to have uh, Sonny Strait, if you listen carefully, who did the opening um, bit for our show tonight. Also, uh, Colleen Clinkenbeard is going to be a part of this. She is known as uh, doing uh, Urza Scarlet from Fairy Tale. And we all know Sonny Strait. I mean, come on. He's Dragon Ball Z's Krillin. And he's also Maze Hughes from Full Metal Alchemist. He's also directing yep. the dub. Yes. And I believe his first dub he directed was Assassination Classroom. And he was also voiced as Koro Sensei. I remember him saying on his Facebook that he had a an amazing fun time working on that one. So So who is Sonny voicing? Uh he's he's playing Alan Shazer. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I mean, given his voice range, I can see that. Uh for Colleen Clinkenbeard, she's doing uh the princess Malerna Aston. Now, pretty much this is what we are looking at. Uh, Caitlin Glass is going to be uh, Hitomi. I can see that. Aaron Dismuke, uh, he was, I believe he was the first um, Alphonse, uh, er, uh, El, uh, Alphonse Elric, wasn't he? Wasn't he the first one? I think so. Yeah, because they got somebody else, because when they first did Formel Alchemist, uh, Aaron was actually a young boy. And now he's growing up. See? Uh, he did Brotherhood. Oh, he did Brotherhood. Okay. So uh, then they got somebody. I didn't forget who they got the other person then. Wait. Um. No. Let me look. He did all of it. Really? He did original and uh, and Brotherhood? Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood, the OVA Chibi Party, um, the OVA 7 Homunculi versus State Alchemist. The movie, so yeah. Wow! See, I did not know. Not I, bad. I thought they got somebody new. I'm wow! I'm quite impressed. So he will be doing Van Fennell. Uh Alexis Tipton, who we have interviewed on our show, uh, she will be Merle. So as as they're saying here, every time they hit ten grand, they will release a new voice actor. So. We may find out who else is going to be a part of it. You have nine more days. Yeah, this may the seem last... like a non. Hmm? Hmm? This might seem like a non sequitur, but when I heard the name Clinkenbeard, hmm? part of me th- first heard it as Clinkbeard, which sounds like so- like something that would be a-, a steampunk pirate's name. 
And also, if I become a steampunk pirate, I'm totally calling dibs on that name. I just have to say that this really, really, really um, is exciting me to do a cosplay from the series. Who were you thinking? Meryl. Are you not surprised, Ari? I mean, come on. I honestly haven't seen Escaflone, so uh, I kind of okay. am. She's a little cat girl. And she's just freaking adorable. So, let's... I think that's pretty cool what they're doing, so... And they're also going to be doing a new uh, dub for the movie as well, which does make sense. With the same actors. Again, it that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the Kickstarter, I believe, includes, depending on the uh, amount that you donate, you mm-hmm. get the movie before you get the series. So I think it's like $60 and you get the movie and I think it's like a hundred and something dollars and you get the first part of the first season or something like that. But then you don't get the movie, mm. which is weird. How does the movie tie into the uh, series? I think the movie was like, wise. I think the movie was like it pretty much like a two hour retelling of all 26 episodes. Something like that? Um, I don't know. Let me see. To the wiki, everybody! It's a retelling of the 26-episode anime series. Thought so. The plot of the film has some similar elements to the original television series. The characters differ in varying degrees from the television counterpart, with many completely redesigns and bearing little resemblance to the originals. Uh, the world of Gaia has a more Asian design than the heavily European-influenced television series. Oh. So it is a similar story, but different as well to make it I guess, uh, able to be watched. <laughs> I'm guessing the uh, fandom is divided on which they prefer, right? Um, I don't know. I like oh. them both. The story is definitely different enough that I could watch all of it and not, you know, be upset or anything. Oh. Oh, well. Let's just hope it's successful, because if it is, we're going to be seeing some more old-school anime coming our way. I believe there's a Kickstarter still going for um, Bean Bandit right now. All right. Let me close this out. All right. Man, I think we're hitting all the marks. I think half the stories we're talking about are part of Mako-chan's fandom. Mm. I can't help it. That's what pops up. Lord. Well, at least in the next article we're talking about, at least you're not as stupid as the main character. No. But it is definitely one of my fandoms. Uh So the Ampipro website for uh, that's doing the stage musical for... Fushigi Yugi 
has started posting photographs of the cast in costume. Um, I'm very impressed with these pictures. Yeah? Yeah. Um, my only complaint... Um... I'm not really digging what he got for Tara Holder. Or Noriko. Well, that's my only complaint, is they got a female to play Noriko. Somebody um, didn't do their homework. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not impressed that they, you know, completely skipped over that. But yeah, I mean, that's really my only complaint in this. Um, I, I'm not impressed with Hotahori. Um, they're just not pretty enough. Mm. Um, but I'm loving who they got for Chichiri. No, da. Because Chichiri is my favorite character. <laughs> but, yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm looking at this, and I'm, I'm really impressed with the, the costumes. Um. Most of the characters look spot on. I don't have an issue with Tamahome. Mm. Um, but yeah, my my one issue is that they got a female for Nuka. Mm. <laughs> Which, I mean, considering that's, you know, my only issue with the uh, characterization, that's not bad. Okay. But I'm guessing there won't be a scene of uh, Nariko bathing and... Uh, being seen from the chest up and being found out to be male. Whoops. Yeah. But yeah, um I'm I'm very excited. Uh yeah, Tanaka is a former Morning Musume member and current what the how the hell do you say that? Lovendor? I would assume so. Um, which is a rock band. Uh, she's playing the first. Le uh, she's playing the lead role of Miyaka, and this is her first stage production since graduating from Morning Musume. Um, Tanaka expressed her excitement over playing Miyaka because she's actually a self-proclaimed fan of the original manga. Well, how much of a fan are you, lady? Uh. Yeah, so Hirano, Ayakawa, Miyagi, Kotani, and Daiki are reprising their roles from previous uh, Ampro stage play adaptations of the manga. So that's, that's good. Uh, that is Tamahome. And. Nakago. And 
and Totsky. And Chirico. So they've already been playing these characters. All right. Which is kind of cool. So pretty much getting back, saddling up one more time. Yeah. Um, the company has worked on three previous stage plays for Fushigi Yugi, but this is going to be the first musical adaptation. Mm. Um, Kotoro Yoshitani, who did Alice in the Country of Hearts musical, and the Hitalia singing in the world musical, is directing this and also writing the script. So, yeah. I'm really, really excited, and I'm hoping I can actually see this. All right. Now, I'm sure someone will uh, stream it or uh, rip it and put it on the internet. It will happen. And to refer back um, to to a discussion about FMA uh, from Sarah Ackerman, um, Aaron Dismuke, he was only he he made a cameo appearance in Brotherhood as Hohenheim. They got it was another another person, Maxie Whitehead, who did Al in the second series. So I was right. Anywho, now that we got that out of the way, oh, well then the thing that I was looking at that has his creds on there is wrong. Yeah, he's yeah. Was it the A and N wiki? I believe so. Not surprised. All right, we're going to go ahead and open the Skype line tonight. So if you have any questions about uh, tonight's show, just Skype us at Anime Jam Session. All calls are cut to two minutes due to time constraints. Now, while that's being get together, we're going to go ahead and go into the open forum topic. Uh, Let me go ahead and pull that up. There we go. All right. Uh, the open forum topic is where we post questions about um, topic in the anime cosplay fandom, and we want to know your thoughts and opinions on it. If you don't want to use your real name, please put a different name before you post your answer. Also, we ask that you keep it civil. We don't need any bloodshed. This week's open forum topic is this. Anime musicals. What anime would you like to see as a stage play or a musical? And we got some good answers. From Melissa, uh, aka Midnight uh, Jade, uh, she agrees with Shinji Akari about um, Attack on Titan or Evangelion the musical. Speaking of Evangelion musical, if you could find it on YouTube years ago at Anime Next, there was a skit called Springtime for Gendo. It should be online, and I should know it because. My darling kiddo, Wild Spice, was a part of that. If I'm not mistaken, she actually wrote that. (laughs) Oh, that was a good one. But she would like to see a musical based around Psychopaths. All right. Just to see a showdown between Kogami and Makishima would work well here. And we'll also see how some of the tech in this series would be done. Interesting. 
from Kelly. She will, for she says for cutesy's sake, uh, fruits basket or digi carrot. I personally, I would not mind seeing a live version of Party Night. That would be pretty cool. For dramatic sake, probably any of the Miyazaki movies that are more rooted in the reality, like Up on Poppy Hill or The Wind Rises. Oh, that'll shed a tear or two. And as we get to what Shinji Akari has said, uh, Evangelion, the musical. Can you imagine Asuka's rendition of Army of Me by Jork? And Where Is My Mind by the Pixies? Or Shinji's Time Is Running Out by Muse? And right now, Mako-chan is putting that all together. No. Or an original song called Getting the Fucking Robot Shinji. <laughs> Here's another one. Attack on Titan, the musical, using the existing soundtrack songs, but has to include a Bollywood-level dance number. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh. And only if um, Levi, Levi is just completely stone-faced throughout. No emotion whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Either Bollywood, or I'm thinking, you know, like, maybe Irish line dancing. Hey! Oh, God, that no. sounds even more hilarious. Yeah, I'm picturing the, the entire Survey Corps river dancing now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Being led by Michael Flatley. Michael Flatley is Aaron Yeager in the role of a lifetime. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. And as Shinji Akari says in the chat room, either would work. <laughs> oh, God. He also throws in there Mirai Nikki, the stage play, done in the style of Tennessee Williams. I may have already given this way too much thought. Shinji Akari, he couldn't kill all the Titans, but he could dance. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about dancing. There was that one episode where he he did play, uh, quote-unquote, DDR with Asuka. That was part of their training, though, wasn't it? I have no idea. I don't. It looked like remember. Twister would with the DDR. Mm-hmm. Showing up dead. <sighs> Sarah Ackerman says, "Must I? I can see it now. The opening lyrics with the with the core members swinging on wires like the 3D maneuver gear. <laughs> oh God, it's pretty much." Uh, Attack of Titan opening choreographed by Cirque du Soleil. No, you know what I'm thinking right now? Uh oh. The, the, this, this, yeah. Um, Attack on Titan. Two men in tights. <laughs> wow. We're a core, we're core in tights. We roll around yeah. the looking for, oh god. Yeah, <laughs> he's aiming for the hangman. That's that's all I can. That's all I'm thinking about now. That's all I. And then them going la 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That I might have to work on. You would. 
All right. And to favor Sarah Ackerman. If I can pull it up, I think this is the right one since I don't have it originally. Go right into it. Let's face it. You've got to be a man to wear tights. Well. We're men. We're men in tights. We roam around the forest looking for lights. We're men. We're men in tights. We run from the rich and get to the poor. That's right. We a great many things. Being directed by uh, Matt Parker and Trey Stone. Well, Mel. But the thing is, you know what I want to see to that song as a skit? What? The Legend of Zelda. (laughs) All four links singing the Menatice theme. Come on! That would be amusing. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it would be. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Go around the room. Okay, um, Mako-chan, what anime would you like to see as a play? Stage production play or a musical? If you say Sailor Moon, so help me God, I'm going to take this empty soda bottle and beat you senseless with it. That's already been done. I know. Um, I actually want to see Tenchi Muyo done as a musical. Done in the style of Chica- to Chicago? That would be hilarious, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, as a stage play, I want to see Gundam Wang. Done to the style of Ms. Robs? No, no, not stage play. Never mind. No, no, never mind. I'm just picturing giant, you know, you know, parade float, parade float like uh, renditions of all the Gundams, you know, just floating around in the background. <laughs> yeah, I think the Gundams would come off better on a stage play where they could use, you know, screens and stuff like that to more, I guess, capture the actual Gundams. But, uh, yeah, Tenchi Muyo musical. And Sarah says, don't fucking go to what Les Mis. You mean to tell me you can't see Gundam Wing done in the style of Les Mis? I mean, come on. And I Les- can totally see Gundam Wing in Les Mis. Hey, he- so can hey, I! Hero. Hey, hey, Hero, you're going to play Yavert. Mission accepted. <laughs> I'm going to post that on my Facebook later. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to the reactions on that. You know what I really want to see, though? And this is a twist. Mm-hmm. 
I want to see a Japanese musical take on the Adams Family. Ooh. With just because they've got so many J-pop and J-rock stars now that do that goth kind of music and look and everything, I think them getting together and doing an Adams Family type musical would be awesome. I don't know. I'm starting to picture a, a J-pop version of the Adams Family theme, and it's kind of questionable. Well, you've got to look at those types of groups, though. Not some bubblegum J-pop. Also, who would be happy enough to play uh, Gomez Adams? Norio Wakamoto? That's the only guy I can think of. As long as you get somebody good for Wednesday, I don't. Wednesday and Morticia, I don't care. I I think that they would be able to pull it off, and I think it would be really, really awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you done? Yes. Are you done, Mako? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Ari? Dragon Ball Z needs a musical. I'm surprised you didn't say Pokemon. (sighs) There wasn't a Pokemon musical. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I, um... I'm just picturing like all the big fight scenes in the in DBZ Caradon, like you know, like a lot of like rock and roll and like heavy metal and shit like that, because it'll be perfect for it. I, I just imagine the massive power battle they would turn the Yumeni no He into it, you know. See, I pictured a part. You know, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. See, I, I pictured a part where Goku is charging up for his Kamehameha, and then this, the lights turn off, and the street comes says intermission. Everyone goes <laughs> goes out for the intermission, comes back a half hour later, and they go part two, and Goku is still charging off. Do you feel good for making that joke? Actually, no, I don't. Then why would I? I, 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 I was just fucking with you on that one. Just regular Dragon Ball. When Goku ends up peeking on Bulma. Going, I saw the panties. I saw the panties. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I could see Ronma one half as a stage play. I I can see that. That would just be hilarious as fuck. Wonder how they would manage the uh, changes from a boy to girl Ronma. Uh, he gets knocked off stage and comes back out somebody else? Um, yeah, probably the same way that they do it for the Sailor Moon transformations during the musical. Um, at least with this, you would probably have two different characters. Mm-hmm. So one would go into the dark and there would be, you know, some sort of lighting or, you know, some something poof, and then the other one would come out of, you know, the other character would come out of that. Because I know with the Sailor Moon ones, Mm -hmm. she usually goes upstairs or goes into the dark, and then somebody comes out while it's dark and changes her, and then she's, boom, you know. Okay. As a musical, 
it would have to be a toss-up between Saint Seiya and Penny and Stocking. I don't know that I would want to see a Penny and Stocking musical. Mm, I mean, like... Sounds like because I think... It would be Penny... more along the lines of Avenue Q if you think about it. No. No? A Penny and Stocking musical has I technically been done... But not really, because the only thing I can see a Panty and Stocking musical turning into is Rocky. Oh, God. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, God. Rocky Horror, yeah. That is the only thing I can see Panty and Stocking musical turning into. And now I would I'm love to, I would love to see it as I would love to see it as a stage play, but I think a musical is going to turn into Rocky Horror. And now <laughs> I'm picturing a J-Rock cover of Let's Do the Time Warp. If you look around, it probably already is one. Considering there's a chipmunk version of it? Yep. A legit chipmunk version of it? Yep. Yeah. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, sauce. Alright. Could you also picture Azamanga Dayo as a as a musical, that would be so adorable. Fun. Cooking is so fun, and then there's the whole grand uh, chorus in the background while Chio Chan is cooking and singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, I'd like to see how they do uh, Yukari's uh, insane driving. <clears throat> like, oh, here comes Mister Yukari now, and they just drop an actual. Use cart on the middle of the stage. All right, if we in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, um, Wild Spice says Penny and Stocking musical equals cosplay burlesque. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Um, Ichigo Gami, that girl who's been making the killer Junjo Ito cosplays as a perfect Wednesday Adams. Okay, fair enough. All right, all right. Ugh, okay. Do do we have this out of our systems now? Sure. Uh, for the most part, yeah. Okay, then we all know what time it is. Strange news from Japan. And looking up from what Mako-chan got, eh, we got some interesting stories for tonight. I found a new site to find things on. Oh, shit. Except that it updates even slower than my old site. But at least it's something. Yeah, if I have to go back into the archives, I'll go back into the archives. There's nothing wrong going back to the archives. All right. I'll go ahead and start things off. Peeping Tom police officer is questioned after sneaking into a house and secretly watching a woman bathe. So a police sergeant in the Mushihino uh, district of Tokyo is being questioned over allegations that he sneaked into a woman's house and secretly watched her bathe. It seems that the 31-year-old sergeant is said to have trespassed into the woman's home in the Narima ward. Well... Even though Ronma one half does say it's Narima, it's both, as from what I was told, it's Rapongi Hills. Depending on whose house he poked into, he probably would have got punched right in his face. What a haul, what a haul. Exactly. 
He is accused of secretly watching a woman take a bath back in November after illegally entering the home. Investigators are saying that they discovered voyeuristic video recordings of other women on the, on the officer's smartphone, as well as photos taken up women's skirts on another camera. Since this has come out, the sergeant has resigned from his, his position at the Mushahino Police Station. And as one per- charmer. as one person as one comment we see here, I think he should have been promoted to vice squad. Most definitely a man of high character. <sighs> and if I take the next one, go for it. Wait, 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 another comment here. Putting an entirely new spin on the term close surveillance. Ugh. Yeah. Anyhow. Mm-hmm. South Korea constructing a statue in honor of Psy. Wait, what? Now, there's a pretty good chance you've heard the song Gangnam Style or been one of the people who has helped to become the most watched video on YouTube with over 2.5 billion views. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. In case you haven't seen it, though, the video is embedded below. The song released by South Korean singer Psy took the world by storm in 2012. It was the most impactful South Korea song ever on the international stage, although subsequent songs by Psy had failed to gain as much global neck recognition. And it's now being memorialized in the capital city, Seoul. The Gangnam district of Seoul is the most affluent area of the city and is known as the Beverly Hills of South Korea. <clears throat> the extravagant lifestyle of the district's residents inspired Sai to produce this flamboyant and over-the-top music video. Part of the video was filmed in the Coax Shopping Center, one of the largest commercial hubs in all of South Korea. Soon, residents heard visiting them all able to commemorate Sai's signature dance move that consists of two fists crossed at the wrist, which looks like someone riding a horse. And there's a prototype of the statue. Mm. Which is pretty much the, his arms at, uh, cuffed at the uh, elbows. The Gangnam, district offered, the Gangnam District Office began accepting bids from construction companies in November 2015. A budget of 366000 and change has been set aside for the completion of the statue. The district office has stated the, st- the proposed bronze sculpture will be 17 feet by 27 feet. To further entice, so- entice tourists, the director of the Gangnam District announced that whenever anyone walks underneath the statue... Sai's famous tune will automatically start playing. I can't imagine anything possibly bad possibly happening from that. Mm. I imagine some worker, you know, who has to clean that thing every day is going to be driven mad by that song. If yeah. he hasn't been driven mad already. That's what headphones are for. That's Officials have hoped to complete the sculpture by the end of December 2015, but problems in the bidding process have delayed construction for at least the next few months. No doubt there will be much fanfare when the statue is finally unveiled. In a country with the world's highest suicide rate, a bit of carefree dancing can go a long way towards cheering people up. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of at a loss for this. I got nothing. Mako-chan, please take the middle, which is not the last one. Okie dokie. Um... Yeah, so this one, basically, it uh, talks about Japanese tourists in France, particularly Paris. Ooh la la. And how Japanese tourists are kind of disappointed. Uh, For the last decade, Paris has been among the most popular tourist destinations for Japanese vacationers. 
On average, during those 10 years, around 600,000 people visited France's capital city. Unfortunately, numbers have plummeted over the last year. While part of it is due to the terrorist attack in November, another part of it is that uh, uh, Japanese visitors find the urban center to be filthy. Um, Yeah, so in an effort to drum up the tourist trade, the Japanese tour operators located in Paris are headed to some famous attractions to make sure they are free of litter. Over the next two weekends, they will be cleaning around the Eiffel Tower and the uh, Trocadero Gardens. Undoubtedly, the hundreds of people employed by the tour operators will encounter dog poop during the cleaning endeavors. Um, And according to uh, the former environmental chief of Paris, the Japanese are particularly sensitive to the amount of animal feces in the city. Going all the way back to 2001, when the French capital was a candidate to host the 2012 Olympics, the Japanese delegates on the International Olympic Committee discredited the bid by stressing the city was incapable of hosting due to its excessive amount of dog poop. As disturbing as that poop may be, Japanese tourists are bothered even more by the rudeness of the French. And while many visitors to well, France comment on this... Well, ain't that some shit. Mm-hmm. The Japanese have taken it a step further. The locals' hostility, coupled with the city's failure to meet the visitors' romantic vision of the area, leads to actual psychotic breakdowns, referred to as Paris Syndrome. According to the Japanese embassy, around one dozen people, mostly women in their 30s, experience this each year. There is such a great concern surrounding this syndrome that the embassy staffs a 24-hour helpline for anybody who experiences culture shock and needs either hospitalization in France or immediate transport back to Japan. Holy fucking shit. Uh Uh-huh. Well, number one, I knew that the... I thought the Americans had the uh, monopoly on the francophobia. And number two, do these people just know there's more to to France than uh, Paris and the Eiffel Tower? Um, Guess not. Well, not for nothing, but if I'm going to, you know, say my first overseas trip to France, I want to see Paris. I want to see, you know, I'm going to do the tourist shit. I'm not going to go to some country bumpkin and see, you know, the pretty whatever is there. At the very least, the Palace of Versailles. Well, yeah, but I mean, still... That's all in very populated areas. That's what this is talking about. It's not just Paris that this is happening at. Paris was just the example. It's the very highly public cities that are crowded so freaking heavily that are just not clean enough for the Japanese tourists. Mm. I guess because Japan has pretty high standards about themselves, they expect the entire rest of the world to be up on it. Well, yeah, but you're also talking about a culture that doesn't necessarily have, you know, dogs that need to be walked. Even us. I mean, we have not only leash laws, but poop laws. And if you're caught not picking up after your dog, you get fined. Heavily. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I don't know what it's like in Paris, but if there are no laws like that and they can just go around pooping wherever the hell they want to, then that's, you know, that's going to be an issue not just for the Japanese, but for anybody that has laws like that. We've got literal laws. We've got, you know, cleanliness laws like that. So, yeah. I don't know. A line of designer leashes in Paris would be a no-brainer, at least I would think. Well, leashes, yes, but that doesn't mean pooper scoopers are going to be a part of that. But to, you know, actually have a psychotic breakdown because a city isn't the way that, you know, it's portrayed in movies, basically and cheesy romance novels. Yeah, that's a little much. That, yeah. But then again, you're talking about a people that work so much, they actually encourage you to sleep at work because that seems like you're highly productive. And they actually have a word for overwork by death. So psychotic breakdown isn't really far-fetched. Still kind of sad to think about. Yeah. Anywho. Are we done here? Yep. Alright. And as Ichigo Gami says, Versailles is beautiful, Tower was nice, but overhyped, Notre Dame was the prettiest. Fair enough. Alright, we're gonna go in, take our last break, and then wrap things up. Works for me. Okie dokie. We'll be back.
this was a good episode. Can't complain. Yeah, for the most part. I think I need to add like a five-second dead air between the outro and uh, our background music, though. I'll probably end up doing that later. Okay. Yeah. Looks like we ended a little bit earlier, which is, I think is also a good thing, too. Yes, it mm-hmm. means that I can go watch NCIS now. You're going to have feels tonight, Mako. I have a feeling. Feels in the worst way. Well, I think this is the second to last episode before the uh, season finale. Yeah, is it? Um, I don't know. Well, that's not why, but you'll you'll know when you see it. So. All right. So, if you like what you heard. Tell a friend. They another to tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent publish uh, podcasters, independent bloggers. We tell it like it is. So don't. So when we tell you we like or hate something, we mean that. We're not paid off. But if we did, trust me, believe you me, our opinions would be different. So definitely check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post all of our um, podcast links, articles, and everything about us. Um, if you have issues getting to our website for our podcast. We are syndicated on several different sites. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio. I'm not going to mention Google Play anymore because it's it's coming. We just don't know when. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. That's where we post all of our convention videos. So you definitely want to subscribe and check them out. I think you'll like them. And also, you should follow us on YouTube as well. We have our own YouTube pages where we post our own videos or we kind of like and share videos that we come across. So if you want to, you can find me at uh, youtube.com slash Ari is at Ari22682 and you can find Mako-chan over at Jupluna. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us there for updates on our website when we're going live and other cool stuff and conventions. So definitely... If you want to interact with us on Twitter, you can find me at twitter.com slash Ari is at the Ari Man. You can find Makochan over at Joe Videa. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Definitely follow us there. And I just want to say to everyone who has liked our page, thank you. We appreciate you guys liking our page. As long as you continue to like our page, the articles, photos, videos, we're going to bring more to you. And I know we haven't had anything outside of the podcast posted on our Facebook page lately but our convention season is starting up next week so we're definitely going to get some stuff down and if you want to interact with us on Facebook you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmess or that Mess guy you can find Ari over at Ari Rockefeller and you can find Makuchan over at Makoto Makuchan Kino and don't forget, we are on the VOG Network uh, twice a week. We're live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Encore Presentations Thursdays at 2. But we're not the only geek podcast on VOG, the Voice of Geeks Network. You have the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, the Geek Card, the Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Other Chick Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, Game Buoy, and Guys on the Show. And holy shit, Guys on the Show is fucking amazing. The Mako 
Ari, you guys got you guys got to subscribe to guys in the show. You got to listen to that podcast. I'll take it into consideration. Look, best way I can describe um, guys on the show is like this: take the view, but it's just two gay guys covering all the geek topics, and there's no filter. That sounds like a lot of fun. It is. <sighs> can't wait till can't wait till the next episode drops. I'll probably end up listening to it on the way home from work tomorrow. So, and as um, Doctor C says, yeah, yeah, explicit content. Yep, yep. So that is it. End of list. Ah. Uh, Going around the room for last words. Last words, Ari. I'm tired and I need sleep. I hear you on that. Last words, Mako-chan. I'm going to go watch NCIS and then there are five episodes left this season. My last words is I'm going to make my dinner and get my gym bag ready for tomorrow. Still haven't decided which gym I'm going to go to to do my workout, but eh, we'll see. That's it. Thanks for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Um, As of now, we'll still be live every Tuesday. In a couple weeks, we will have our first convention wrap-up, Zenkai Con, so definitely want to stick around for that. Um, That's it. We're going to get the hell up on out of here. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm sleepy. (laughs) Well, Well, I thought you were stupid. <laughs> You're a dope Yeah. Say goodnight, Mako chan. Goodnight, Mako chan. Oh, okay. Well, she showed restraint. I wasn't expecting that. That makes two. I'm tired. That makes Shut two. Up. So I guess we get the poker a little bit. Poke, 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 poke. No, I'm tired. Go away. podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!